This is the TN Catch-Up with Jess Gibson, founder of the TN Card, a podcast produced by The Big Chat. Jess brings you, our members, the inside scoop on TN Card News and what's going on in our high streets in Tombridge, Tombridge Wells and Seven Oaks. Plus, in each episode, we catch up with our TN Card partners to explore what they're doing in our communities. So, let's take some time to catch up. Hi there, thanks for joining me for this new episode of the TN Catch-Up. These podcasts are the best way to hear of all the latest news from the TN card, as well as the stories behind some of our favourite local independents. This week I'm catching up with Richard and Guy at Escape Cultural Art Hub in Tunbridge, but here's our latest member news first. In Tunbridge Wells, new independent restaurant and bar TN1 is now open on Monson Road. We visited last week to enjoy a few cocktails and it's a really great space. Owner Murat is now a TN car partner, so show your membership card when dining in to enjoy a complimentary glass of house wine. Congratulations too to new clothing boutique Renaissance, which has opened on the downstairs level of Royal Victoria Place. Rhea sells high street fashion and accessories at affordable prices, and members receive 10% off at the till. It's great to see our hospitality partners now seeing customers again, having relied on takeaways for so long. Fleur and Aubrey are back at Geography, giving members 10% off drinks at the High Street Wine Bar. The Bedford is also open and able to reward members with 10% off house wine, house beer and food served from the kitchen. Persian Lounge on Mount Pleasant Road are now giving members 10% off food from Monday to Thursday for both dining and takeaway and Momentum Coffee is still giving 15% off food and drink. And in Grosvenor Road, the Green Duck Emporium now has an amazing cafe and courtyard at the back of the shop. If you haven't yet visited the Green Duck, you really must. As a member, you'll receive 15% off all cafe purchases, as well as a complimentary bath creamer when spending over £20 on gifts and homewares. In Hawkehurst, I'm pleased to welcome Slap and Dash Paint Your Own Pottery to our leisure directory. Slap and Dash is a paint-your-own ceramic studio situated on Hawkehurst Fish Farm with stunning views overlooking the fishing lakes. All ages and abilities are welcome, there's disabled access and plenty of parking. Members receive 10% off two pieces of pottery painted and any items bought in the shop. In Sevenoaks, we had a fantastic launch event last month and I'm grateful to everyone who came out to see us and to chat to West Kent Mind. We've welcomed plenty of new Sevenoaks members and I'm delighted to add more High Street independence to the directory. Welcoming Big's Dessert Parlour on the High Street, who are now giving members 10% off across their menu, and welcome too to the legendary Nonna Cappuccini in Blythe's Meadow, who are giving 10% off food and drink. We also now have Bow Bagel Shop in our Seven Oats directory. Specialising in genuine Brick Lane bagels, Bow Bagels has been trading since 92 and has been in the heart of Seven Oaks since 2005. Members receive a hot drink on the house when purchasing a bagel. In Tunbridge, I have two new rewards to announce. Tunbridge Music Weekend comes to the castle from the 5th to the 7th of July and organiser Andy Brett is giving members attending a spot at the front of their reserved grass area near the stage for them and a plus one. The first 20 members to show their card at each show will enjoy the reward. And Tunbridge River Trips are back. 
Glyn is now taking up to six passengers and the same household or support bubble on his boat and hopes to increase this to 12 people from mixed households from the 21st of June. I know as locals we don't always see what's on our doorstep, but these boat trips are really very special and allow you to enjoy the town from a totally different perspective. If you show your membership card, Glyn will give you a complimentary guidebook to accompany your journey worth £2. Events-wise, we're gearing up for the opening of Escape on the 21st of June if lockdown restrictions lift as planned. 50 TN card members are invited to be first to see the exhibition at the gallery that evening and will be offering tickets via our Facebook page this week. Keep an eye on our page for details. I'm also busy planning some great events for July. Firstly, I'll be hosting a fashion show in Tunbridge Wells as part of Tunbridge Wells Fringe Festival, which runs from the 5th to the 18th of July. I'm keen to support our independent fashion boutiques after such a tough year, and it's going to be a real celebration of local at a very special venue. Then, on the 29th of July, the guys at Green Sand Ridge have invited members to a tour of their micro-gin distillery in Shibun. We'll share more details on both Green Sand and our fashion event in the next podcast. I'm proud to support West Kent Mines through the TN card, with 10% of membership sales going to the charity each month. West Kent Mine organise regular mental health first aid training courses, and if any members would like to attend online, we're able to put £10 towards the cost. I attended their last online course in May, and it was amazing. I learnt so much and feel more equipped when having conversations about mental health. If you'd like to find out more, please message either West Kent Mind or myself via our websites or social media pages. And that's all my news for this episode. Time now for our guest chat, and I'm delighted to welcome Richard from the old fire station in Tunbridge and well-renowned sculptor and Tunbridge resident, Guy Bortelli. Hi guys, thank you so much for joining me today. Richard, now we first met a, a, just a few months ago, didn't we, when we, I popped in for a coffee from Gem at the fire station, but you've owned the building for quite some time. Yeah, um, I ran an insurance business, MediScheme, um, within Tunbridge, and uh, what I've been... I was looking at the fire station for, for about the last 10 years, knowing it was owned by the council, and my belief that one day, if my, my business done well enough, I would be moving into that fire station, and unfortunately... Um, that happened, and I bought it about six years ago. So you were sitting in the office opposite, just looking out the window at the fire station? Above the bike shop, yeah, for the last couple of years before the sale. Now, I, I, was, uh, I was on the phone to my clients, but staring out at the fire station. Amazing. And what was the building at the, at the time? It was uh, Kent County Council uh, School. Oh, OK. And am I right in thinking you entered a bid in a silent auction? That's correct. Uh, that's the way I do believe uh, Kent County Council sell all their buildings. Now, this art centre that's opening in a few weeks' time is going to be huge news for Tunbridge, but you've been a big part of the community through the, the old fire station for several years. Uh, yeah, you... we've had some really positive times here. Um, we opened uh, TOF some years ago. Um, unfortunately, the pandem pandemic meant that uh, that could no longer uh, trade, and so... Had to come up with the idea of uh, of something positive, something new, something that's all encompassing for the community, um, and something that we don't have al already. Um, I met Guy a few years ago when we first started uh, the, fire, the fire station. Um, he had a a pop up art show here, and 
I think it's a thing that um, that that I felt was very positive. I really enjoyed it, and and looking around, I knew it was something that we didn't have locally. Um, and um, there are art galleries, obviously, in, in in the local area, Seven Oaks and Tunbridge Wells, and also Art Spring Gallery in Tunbridge High Street. Um, but we're looking to do something completely different from from what was on offer at the moment. So it's a cultural art hub. Tell us, as well as art pieces, what, what else will you be bringing to Tunbridge? The, the well, I'll pass you over to Guy and he can tell you about his vision for the future, if that's okay. Lovely. Hi, Guy. Hi, Jess. Um, well, I've been based in Tunbridge since 1970. Um, my profession as a sculptor has taken me worldwide. Uh, but it's really nice to be doing something where I can walk to it in a, mm. and benefit the local community rather than concentrating on international... Have you grown up in Tunbridge? Have you always been um, here? Well, I moved... The, my family moved here in 1970. I was born in South Africa and moved here uh, when I was age 12. So I went to university school and... Um, so Tunbridge has been very much a part of my upbringing, but I always saw it as a, a good train journey to London or a good train, train journey to Gatwick, so... Mm. It's really nice for me to be doing something in my backyard that I really feel would be a great asset to the town. Yes, and, and Richard uh, said that you met at your pop-up exhibition. Yes, I, I, I'd walked past this building since the age of 12 and always looked in through the window and always thought, well, what, what an amazing, iconic building. Um, so when I heard that... Uh, Richard had bought it. I, I think I walked, went across the road and basically knocked on his door and said, I'd like to do an art show in there. And um, probably caught him on a good day. So, um, <laughs> and um, it was, um, you know, it was a statement. You know, it, it, those walls did not suit um, art. Uh, they, were, they were too strong in themselves. Mm. Um, but we, we put on a good show. We had some really great artists come down and it sort of set the set the tone really um, for our relationship now where we are doing something much bigger something more long term we've we've now put panels to the walls so we have really good walls for um, exhibiting art on and we're now working across two floors so it's a, a pretty major venue um, you know, not far off the Turner or the Delaware in in comparison. Fantastic. And going back to the start of your career, I know you gained recognition in the UK when you were on Dragon's Den. And now now you're known globally. How did Dragon's Den come about? Um, <clears throat> well, I'd always had a fascination with art and music and how they crossed over. Um, how a lot of musicians start off as artists and a lot of artists became musicians. And um, I was frustrated that the opportunities that I was getting were not as on the scale that I wanted them to be. And I just filled in the forms on online Easter morning with the thought of, oh, that's, that's got out my system. And then three weeks later, I'm heading to Pinewood to be filmed. Um, mm. And the rest is history, really. Well, you convinced three dragons that modern art is a sound investment. Uh, yes, um, which it is. You know, it's, it's, a, it's one of the, the massive global industries, um, the art market. And um, 
you know, we will be presenting some of the best artwork around in, at the Escape Fire Station. Mm. Was it the Pop Icons collection that you took into Dragonstone? Uh, yes, that was the, the project and um, it, it just gave me that platform to do the sort of thing that we're now doing. Mm. Though some of those pieces are in the homes of the rich and famous around the world, but you have some pieces that escape, don't you? You have the Led Zeppelin one, Meridian, is it? Uh, yes, um, the, we, uh, we currently have a room dedicated to my work, um, not by design, but, um, but it just happened that the works fitted this room perfectly. Um, you know, I'm really pleased to be able to show these pieces to the local audience because they've obviously heard about it, but they don't mm. necessarily go to London to see them or, or anywhere else. So yeah, it's, it's been great for me. And uh, it's not, not a necessarily a permanent display here, but it's, it will um, be our launch, part of our launch exhibition. As I sit here talking to you, I think I can see your Jimi Hendrix piece behind you. Is that right? Um, you can see the two-pack on one side okay. and, and the Led Zeppelin on the other. So if that's in your office, are there any pieces that the public will see when we come, come to look at the gallery? Um, I think this one has uh, kind of changed since you were here, Jess. We're going to open this room up to the public. Oh, fantastic. Um, but if we do need uh, some space to, uh, we can always close the door and, uh, and, mm. uh, and, and have a, a bit of a personal space here as well, if need be. So, yeah, no, we want to show as much work as we can to everybody. Yeah. Um, one of the striking pieces in the upstairs is your rocking chair. Is it rocking chair blues? It is. That's the John Lee Hooker piece. When was that created? Well, Henley Festival contacted me in the mid-90s and said they'd loved my series of sculptures utilising chairs, where I'd taken chairs and converted those into musicians. Um, and I said, well, basically, we can't use a wooden chair because, obviously, it's to go outdoors. Hmm. So What's it I made from? Is it I cast bronze? a bronze one, yes. So that's a bronze piece. That's the number two. It's an addition of three. The first one was sold to the Porsche family and that went off to Paris. And then this is the second one in the wow. edition. And who is the gentleman sitting? Um, a very famous blues musician called John Lee Hooker. Oh, who's, right. Who's um, one of the iconic uh, um, inspirations, really, for bands like the Rolling Stones and the, the, the Beatles. So a, a truly global superstar. Um, and I did send him a photograph of the piece and he acknowledged it and, 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 and did like it, so that was nice. It's quite remarkable that we have these pieces of yours in Tunbridge on our doorsteps and it will be accessible to everyone. I mean, you're not cordoning them off behind glass. People can actually come up close to these pieces. Yes, I, I do think that some, uh, sculpture is an interactive medium mm. and um, people always... Uh, get up to some crazy antics when they go around around that sculpture. Um, it just brings out the, the, sure. the, um, uh, the joviality in people, really. Am I right in thinking, Richard, that you'll have s several artists on rotation? You'll have, and you're opening with six guest artists. We're, we're, we're opening with six guest artists, but they're not so much on rotation, um, as in they they will be back at some point, but. Uh, We'll have different themes and different shows coming up over... Uh, I think each show is going to last six to eight weeks. Um, and then we'll be changing um, our artists and, uh, and our exhibition. 
You've announced two artists so far on your social media. You have Otto, is it Sade? Shade? Shah, the, the Chilean artist. How did you, did you know him, Guy? Um, he's within my sort of circle of colleagues. Um, I didn't know him personally. I knew his work. I knew his reputation. And when we were putting together this first show, um, he just seemed a perfect fit because we wanted it to be... Uh, we want the art to have come from the streets, that, it's, that people can relate to it. It's modern, it's contemporary. And um, Otto is exactly... Uh, that person who's, who's worked Absolutely. on, on the international scale. Yeah. Mm. Um, our first show is going to be called Ignite, which I think works perfectly for the fire station. Um, oh, fantastic, yes. Um, and we'll be launching all six artists uh, from next week. I can't wait. But Otto's pieces, they're amazing. Will they be for sale or are they just exhibiting? Uh, everything is for sale in... in different ways. I mean, mm. something like Otto could be commissioned to do a piece for a house. Um, he's going to do a, a special piece for us, which um, which will be amazing. It'll be a large piece he's designing at the moment. Amazing. Will that be available to see from 21st of June? That will be available to see. You won't be able to miss it. Uh, from, <laughs> from the outside, you'll be able to see it oh, from the wow. outside. Yeah. He's, he's a street artist. And then was it yesterday you were down in Rye? Uh, yes, we had a lovely day trip down to Rye, Richard and I, and um, met up with one of our um, other artists. Um, Matt Hardman. Matt Hardman, mm. who's a, just a fantastic artist and a fantastic character. We had a, a great time. I've seen some of his illustrations already, and you're upstairs. They're quite, well, they're arresting to say the least, aren't they? They, they provoke a, a very strong emotional response. I feel quite uncomfortable when I look at them. And, and the four pieces we brought back yesterday are even more oh. um, on the edge. Oh, yes, yes. They're quite tame comparatively. <laughs> I won't be on the gin when I look at them then. <laughs> Will they be upstairs or downstairs? How, how's the format of the gallery going to work? Well, um, we, we like to block you know, create blocks of work for the artist. I mean, I would like each artist to be represented downstairs, to have one piece downstairs. Um, though with six, that might be difficult. But Matt's work really works well against the grey walls that we have. Mm. Um, and and the, the two floors are very contrasting with the dark grey downstairs and the, the, the light grey upstairs. So it's really a case of what works well on what walls. Um, the pieces we've got from Matt Small and um, Otto and um, some of the other artists are very dramatic, very strong works. So they're going to hold their own downstairs. But upstairs, the most beautiful feature by far is the mosaic you've created around the fireplace. Is that one of your trademarks? Uh, I do enjoy working with mosaic. Um, I love working with colour. And I, I include mosaic into a lot of my sculptures, um, especially on curved surfaces. But that fireplace was looking a bit sad and we just thought it was a great way of putting our brand in there. So it's quite subliminal. So you, you're in the room and you've got the presence of the escape brand in the and fire. And you have, you have Richard's uh, handprint as well. Was that intentional? Did he just slip as you were setting the, the concrete? 
Uh, no, uh, guys, one of Guy's ideas, and I'll, I'll get him to speak to you about it in, in, in a sec, is, is, is all about the hand. It's much better than the signature. And actually, um, because it's quite subliminal, you probably missed Guy's handprint in there as well. I did see them, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I've been fascinated by the handprint for many years. And um, one of my recent projects has been collecting handprints of musicians who played at the Isle of Wight Festival. So I collected 100 handprints, the likes of Chris Christopherson and um, Jethro, Jethro Tull and Arthur Brown, you know, the great legendary musicians of the day. And um, I then mosaic those handprints onto panels. And to me, the handprint is a signature of humanity. And this goes right back to cave paintings, you know. So um, for Richard and I to have put our mark on this building at this point in time mm. um, just seemed appropriate. Are you still planning to do a mosaic outside in the courtyard? We are going to, it'll basically just be the escape name. So it won't be, um, it won't be a piece of artwork as, as much as just a, mm. a, um, a branding. I have been waiting for the phone call guy about my handprint outside. I, I haven't received it yet. Okay. It's a very nice hand. <laughs> um, we're thinking of doing that with uh, quite a few people when we open. We'll take people's hands, prints, um, and we can either commission us to do a piece for you, uh, but also we may well uh, consider uh, having different hand prints mosaiced around the building, around, around the courtyard. Um, it's just a, a, a small idea at the moment, but obviously, Jess, you'll be the first to know. Of course, yes. So that courtyard is going to be really quite spectacular if you have large installations from your artists as well there's large installations there's also a large fire engine there which uh we're yes, going to take i was going to ask you about your fire engine um it's a 1954 bedford fire engine which i've just had uh re unrusted and painted um and it's part gym bar part coffee um bar and we will be taking that around to local events to uh to promote our art center but also to promote the uh, really good coffee that uh, we'll be serving, as well as uh, the gin. Um, we'll be using green sand uh, gin, so we want to uh, promote local local companies. So you'll have green sand rich, and who'll be producing the wine? We have a selection of wine. Um, we were, our, our sparkling will be with Hushif, um, but uh, we have a, a, one of our, our very good friends is sub-editor, of um, um, Decanter magazine, um, and he has chosen the wine list for us. So we've had some really great expert advice wow. to, uh, to what to choose. Uh, we're thinking of changing certain wines and having guest wines for for, uh, for different shows as well as different coffees. But um, the main wine list is uh, pretty mind blowing. That's so exciting. Will this menu be in place at my launch party? <laughs> so uh, that on will the, be. No, the on, wine. on the. T- um, you kindly offered Richard and Guy to allow TNCOM members in on the 21st, hopefully if restrictions lift further, to come in for your launch on the 21st. What can we expect? Um, well, let me first say the reason I uh, asked you to uh, host our first ever day is, is I, I really do appreciate and uh, what you're actually trying to offer and trying to do uh, and keeping everything local and, and supporting local. And, and helping the local community. And I think that's our vision as well. Obviously, we're going to bring in a lot of people from further afield. 
that can use our amenities. But um, uh, I do feel that uh, your members uh, are our customers. And so I think there's so much synergy there that, uh, that I think that just works for the, the opening show. Um, what can you expect? Some bloody good artwork, um, some really nice wines, some good gins, and perhaps a fire station cocktail. Um, watch this space. And a ride in the fire engine. <laughs> I'm not picking everybody up. <laughs> At the end of the night. But it's really exciting that you want to work with local artists as well. I know you did a post on Facebook and you had quite a response from local musicians, artists, and you have Art Spring Gallery just up the road, as you mentioned. Is that an integral part of your plan then, to, to feature large, well-known artists, but also celebrate local? Um, well, the art community is very strange in terms of, obviously, every artist is looking for opportunities. But every artist wants to see international artists. They, they, they don't want to really see their neighbour showing. So um, we will be doing, on the odd occasion, invited local artists. But the word local is almost a derogatory term when it comes to arts. Um, the local artists we're inviting are, are, will be on the international stage. So they will be already at a very high level. Um, we're not a launch pad for, for artists. We are working with the, the ones who already have a reputation and are going to bring an audience. And you'll bring something very different and something that we don't have currently to Tunbridge. Well, actually, very few towns in the country have a building uh, dedicated to the arts in the way that this one will be. So we're hoping that we're sort of raising the flag um, that other that other towns will want to follow. Mm. But great news for Tunbridge. People will be coming down from London, they have the castle, and then tucked behind the castle, they have the fire station. It's just going to be a brilliant... I do brilliant believe activity. that um, they'll be actually coming for the fire station and then there's a castle tucked behind. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's... Um, I mean, you only have to look at how the Turner um, Museum has reinvented Margate. Um, you know, arts does this. It brings in the people and the, and the local restaurants will benefit from that and the people will visit the sports ground and they'll start to realise what a unique place Tunbridge is. And within a very small space, we've got a lot of um, fascinating things from music station, you know, 100 yards that way, the, set of the castle this way. Um, Vergery restaurant across the road. You know, this is a, a, a pretty strong arts hub that is being created um, in this very small area if, um, of Tunbridge. How is it going to work with the coffee shop? Will the coffee shop be open, say, from nine to five? Have you decided on the hours that you'll be open? I think the customers will... Um, I think over our first three months, our customers will... Uh, will, will let us um, lead the way to our opening hours. Um, so, yeah, uh, from at least 10 o'clock till 5 o'clock or, or later really depends on when people really want to come in and see us. As I say, it's, it's a, it's a, we've got some really decent coffee, um, really cool coffee machine um, and some good wines and gin. So we're licensed from 11 to 11. Um, so I, I, 
the, the answer is we're not 100% sure yet. Uh, uh, we, let's go with the flow. Mm. And it's a very flexible space, isn't it? I know you have your partition walls on, on rollers so that you can move it back to, to have big events, but you can make it more intimate as a coffee shop. Yes, that was a, a part of the design. And it seems to work really well, um, much better than we'd hoped, because uh, for exhibiting, you want room size dimensions, but really for uh, anything, for a, an event, a corporate event, whatever, to be able to move the slide wall back and enclose the whole space makes it much more, um, well, it just changes the environment because the doors suddenly are not the main feature. And... Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I've been amazed just what a difference that moving wall makes in, in terms of what we can offer. I think when you say we're not going to be a conventional coffee shop either, um, we're not going to be, have too many too much seating around. Um, it will be a case of grabbing a coffee, grabbing a drink, and appreciating whatever art we have. Um, yeah, the main focus is the pieces on the walls, not coming to have a, a, a drink. I think the beauty is, is the reason we put a coffee shop in is that so we don't have to charge an entrance fee to the to the art shows. Um, so that will, uh, in in effect, be a we hope an entrance fee by by getting something back from that and being able to appreciate what we have on our walls. Yeah, well, people need to pre-book if they want to come and and meet some friends to have a look around. Not yet, um, but uh, it really depends on the popularity of it. And will we be, we be allowed to go upstairs or will that be a pre-booked session? No, um, at the moment, access all areas. So guys, you have the art on the walls. Will there be anything else that we can look forward to? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so many people have walked in with ideas, some of them great. And um, there's no reason why we can't uh, launch somebody's CD or, or, or have a, a, a book evening where somebody's uh, talking about a book they've written. You know, this, I know from my own experience that um, people just love to come and hear um, writers, poets, just talk about what they do. It's, it's a very traditional form of entertainment. Um, and I think we're going to be inviting quite a lot of people just to come in and just to sit and talk about what, you know, their history. And that will be fascinating to a lot of people. Um, and I think it's a, just a very uh, constructive way of spending an evening. And the wine on sale will, will be a great benefit to that as well. So hmm. at the moment, we're just pushing it to the, you know, we're doing the building, we're doing the, the creating the bar, creating the uh, exhibitions. And we haven't really had time to sit back and do the, the diary of events. When I've popped in, Guy, you seem to be hard at work create, doing all the hard graft, creating the actual, the internal structure, while um, Richard, you're doing a very good job of making the teas and coffees. Are, are, you, are you busier than it seems, Richard? Um, we're looking at the marketing, we're chatting to the artists, we're, um, there's, it's, it's not just a case of making coffees, um, as with any uh, organisation, or there's, there's, there's the uh, hard work that goes that is not seen. Absolutely. What excites me about Escape is 
a guy you have such creative vision and Richard you're you have this entrepreneurial flair and you have so many ideas every time I come in there's something else that you're thinking about and it's it's going to be such a flexible space and there is so much potential for doing great things in in there. I do do believe that we both bring um have had different lives we bring Mm. different skills to the table which will just work um the most important thing is that we enjoy and we like what we're going to show um, and I do believe if, if we like it, hopefully, um, a lot of people will like it as well. Um, yes. We're not going to please everybody all the time. And we understand the artwork is certainly um, not going to be um, everyone's cup of tea. But you don't but, want to be But as long as people tea, come away and talk about it, you know, um, this is what we want. We want people to have that experience. Absolutely. We want the town to have that. And we want to bring the culture to Tunbridge, um, not just the adults. We want uh, the whole of the town to be a lot more cultured, um, bringing schools in in the daytime to, to see certain artworks and give people access where they wouldn't have had that before. Before, you're going to have to jump on a train. Yeah. Um, and that takes a whole day and takes a lot of money where... Um, if it's on your doorstep, you can just pop in, have a look around um, and, and, and make that part of uh, people's life. Yeah. And to, to be introduced to new artists all the time. I've already you know, been introduced to Otto and Matt Hartman. And I really can't wait to see your other artists in a few weeks time. Uh, Guy, will you be actually on sites during the day? Will you be working? Um, I'll be in and out. Um, I, I obviously have other commitments but I will be here as much as I can be. And um, on occasions, I'll bring some work down here and be working, um, yes. you know, mosaicing or so people can come in and talk to me what I'm doing. I can give a few lessons um, to people about mosaicing or painting or whatever. So, Amazing. you know, I think, um, you know, we can't commit to, to hours and days, but we will say yes Am I, am I right in thinking there'll be a, like a, an artist in residence or someone always on site working and creating? Not always, but uh, it's, it's an option that we can have and uh, we will look at uh, specialist artists to give speeches, to give talks, to give uh, um, um, lessons in, in their particular art. Mm. And if someone's looking for an event space, will you be hiring out downstairs as well? Okay. No, uh, that's something that we've done in the past and... Uh, uh, don't think that's something that we would want to continue with, um, however successful it was. But uh, I do believe that uh, uh, what we have is uh, is, 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 is changed. It's, it's, it's new. It's, it's exciting. Exactly. So when will the changes be happening outside in the courtyard? Certainly in the next few weeks. Um, we can't say at the moment, but... When it happens, everybody will know about it. <laughs> Please give me a tip off and I can be strolling by. Um, and I haven't asked, why is it called Escape? What's the story there? Um, well, Escape, I believe, was the first ladder given from the council to uh, Tunbridge Fire Station was called the Escape, um, which is a wheeled ladder, um, which works. We wanted to start fresh. Um, People will escape their minds when they're coming in and, uh, and, and looking at art. Um, and escape's just such a strong word that, uh, that works. We've escaped tier nine here. What we would look to do is take our artwork around the country, around the world, um, and changing the postcode for wherever we go. I mean, the escape brand 
um, is such a powerful image. Um, and we've been fortunate to, to get a really strong logo, which looks great on clothing, whatever. And, um, you know, I've exhibited in Miami and I'm exhibiting in Japan at the minute in Dubai. And we will be taking the Escape brand globally. And hopefully when people come to London, they will want to come and see where, where it originated. And they will, Tunbridge will be on the global map. You know, it already is, but um, we will be rejuvenating, regenerating the Arts Association um, on, on the international stage. Guys, um, I had a walk past the other day and you're doing some amazing things to the Red Doors. What's going on there? Uh, our street artist, Otto, um, is placing um, some art on, on the right-hand door. Um, come down and have a look. Come down and see. It's possibly going to change every season um, with different uh, ideas and different parts of the town within the iris of the eye. Guys, I'm so grateful for you letting me come in and on little spying missions, take photos and teasers for members. And also, I'm really grateful that you're allowing members to come in before you officially open. It's, it's wonderful of you. And I know how much you support community and how much you want the TN card to be part of the journey. So I'm very grateful. I'm so excited to be coming along on the 21st and we'll be taking lots of photos, I'm sure, and getting overexcited as I always do. Uh, thank you. I know you're very busy at the moment, so I appreciate you taking the time to chat to us today. And I wish you all the best for your opening. And fingers crossed we get the announcement that we want from Boris. Brilliant. Thank you very yeah, much. Thanks, and uh, we look forward to welcoming everybody to the Escape Centre um, and coming in and having some nice coffee, some nice drinks and appreciating our art. For, all, for more information on Escape, where should people head to? Are you on social? We're on social, um, Escape Art Centre, um, at Escape Art Centre and escapeartcentre.co.uk. Brilliant. We'll check it out. Thank you so much, Guy. Thank you, okay, Richard. Thanks, Jess. Thanks. Take Bye. care. Bye. Thank you for joining the TN Catch-Up exclusively for our TN Car community. Next time, I'll be catching up with Sarah, owner of Pets Fair in Southborough. Pets Fair play a huge role in Southborough community life, and Sarah is now selling TN cards on our behalf. We'll be finding out the story of this much-loved shop and what's in store for her over the year ahead. Thank you for listening, and thanks also for being part of our wonderful community, supporting local in Tunbridge, Tunbridge Wells, Sevenoaks, and everywhere in between. Take care, and speak soon. This week's TN Card Catch-Up was proudly brought to you by Big Chat Productions. If you'd like to find out how to create your own podcast series, contact us, hello at chattyhatter.com.